All right, let's talk about retirement income and specifically creating a retirement income strategy. And there's many different strategies out there when it comes to creating retirement income, but I want to talk about two of the most important retirement income strategies that you can implement today to start planning out and to start enjoying your retirement income. Hey, welcome back to the channel. My name is Drew Blackston. I'm a certified retirement counselor, investment advisor, representative, and I am your virtual financial advisor, helping you get to retirement, helping you get through retirement, and protecting your ability to stay in retirement. We're talking about retirement income strategies and retirement income streams, because once you retire, your retirement income will, was, will come from various sources, social security, pensions, dividends, stocks, retirement investments, non-qualified accounts, annuities, and maybe even part-time work. And so how do you put all these together to create a retirement income stream? That's what I want to talk about today because there's two strategies that I use for my clients, one being the most popular, but those are the two we're going to talk about today. The first one is called the bucket approach, and we're going to talk about that first. And the second retirement income strategy is called the total return approach. Now that's my favorite. We're going to talk about that at the end. That's the one that I prefer when talking to clients. But let's get into today creating retirement income. Two strategies to help you create retirement income. the bucket strategy first and the bucket retirement income strategy sounds just like it is. We're creating buckets of money or buckets of investments that are going to pay us income over the lifetime of our retirement. Now each bucket has a different time horizon, meaning when we're going to get that income. It also has different investments, meaning the risk tolerance inside each bucket is different. And what we're trying to do is to just categorize our investments into these these buckets so that we can strategically take retirement income off them over time. So the first bucket in any kind of bucket strategy is your safe bucket. Now these are your investments that aren't going to uh, move that much with the market, meaning they're not going to go up, they're not going to go down. We're trying to get as safe as we possibly can with these investments. So short-term bonds, CDs, money market funds, cash, and bond ladders. This is where you're going to keep your safe money. Now, obviously, in the environment that we're in today, there's not a whole lot of interest in these investments. So we don't have a whole lot of money that is sectioned out for this bucket. Normally, this would be the bucket that's our emergency fund. Now, this is excluding the emergency fund that we have in the bank. This is our emergency fund that would be kind of the second leg of defense, right? You have your emergency fund in the bank, which is six to 12 months of your expenses. But this is kind of saying, you know, I always ask clients, how much money do you feel comfortable losing in the market? And they'll give me a number or they'll give me a percentage and I'll say, okay, let's take that money and let's make it safe. Let's try to, let's try to section off 
a piece of your retirement investments that you don't want to lose. And let's just put that in the safe bucket, understanding we're not going to make a whole lot of money in the safe bucket. We're not going to earn a whole lot of interest, but we're not going to lose that money. Now, the second bucket is our income bucket. This is money that we're going to get as retirement income on a monthly, a quarterly, or maybe an annual basis. So investments inside of there are dividend stocks, real estate or real estate investment trust. Maybe you own physical real estate and you're getting rental income or you own a real estate investment truck, uh, investment trust, which is a publicly traded stock that pays you a dividend. High yield corporate bonds and annuities. So these are investments that are going to pay us either a guaranteed income on a monthly basis like the annuities or it's going to pay us a fluctuating amount of income like the dividend stocks, the real estate investment trust, and the high yield corporates and they're going to do that on a on a monthly or on a quarterly basis. What we're trying to do with the income bucket is just get an approximate amount of retirement income on a monthly basis. And we want to get it as guaranteed as possible because our income bucket is going to go along with any social security and pensions that we've got, right? So if you're getting social security, we're going to build that into the income bucket. If you're lucky enough to have a pension, maybe from the U.S. government or from the military, we're going to build that into our income bucket because this income bucket, we want to be able to pay our monthly retirement expenses with. So if you've got $5,000 in monthly retirement expenses and your social security, maybe as a single person, or married combined, let's say it's $3,000 a month. Now we need $2,000 in retirement income. We're trying to get that out of the income bucket. So we're going to have a larger portion of our retirement investments in the income bucket, the more retirement income that we need. We're going to have less money in the retirement income bucket, the less money we need in retirement income. So maybe if you have a higher pension and a social security, you might not need as much money in the income bucket because you're getting the social security and the pensions. But if you retire at say 50 and you're not going to get social security to 62, 67, then you're going to have a larger portion here because you're trying to generate retirement income. All right. Now the third bucket is our growth bucket. We don't ever want to get away from growing our retirement assets, especially in retirement. You know, the market since 1957 has averaged 10%, 8% with inflation. So there's no reason why we shouldn't over the next 20, 30, 40 years of our retirement continue to participate in the market growth. So the last bucket in the bucket strategy is our growth bucket. So that's going to be growth ETFs, growth stocks, alternative assets, and commodities. Things that we can have a long-term track record with. So I always say 10 years or longer in the growth bucket. So this might be the S&P 500 if you own a S&P 500 ETF. This might be gold, whatever. We want to have our growth assets here and everything together is complementing our retirement 
income. So that's the gr that's the bucket strategy when it comes to creating retirement income. I want to go to the total return approach, which is my favorite. All right, let's talk about the total return approach when creating retirement income. Now, we just talked about the bucket strategy, and the total return approach is similar to the bucket strategy, except we're not necessarily sectioning off our investments into specific buckets. How we're looking at it when it comes to the total return approach, our assets are are invested with a focus on diversification for various purposes, right? Growth, liquidity, stability, and we do that all within the one portfolio. All right, so let me show you how this works. There's three phases when it comes to the total return approach. You have the accumulation phase, and that's when you're growing your assets. So these are my clients who are in their 40s and 50s who are still thinking about retiring and maybe 10, 15, 20 years, okay? So we're trying to grow their assets as much as possible. That's the accumulation phase. Now your thought process is, yes, I'm gonna retire at 65, I'm gonna retire at 67, I'm gonna retire at 60, whatever it might be, but your retirement investments are geared towards growth. You're just trying to grow your retirement assets as much as possible. The second phase is your pre-retirement phase, okay? I always call this investment purgatory because you want to grow your retirement assets, but you don't want to lose your retirement assets. You're kind of right there in the middle. So pre-retirement is maybe you're 55 and you want to retire at 60, or you're 60 and you want to retire at 62. You can see the runway for retirement, and as you come to land the plane, you don't want any storms or any turbulence to throw off your retirement strategy. So you're kind of in pre-retirement. Now how we invest in pre-retirement is more of a balanced approach. We're trying to balance the assets based on where we're at. We don't want to take too much risk, but we also don't want to be so conservative that we miss out on market gains. We're more balanced in our investing approach. Okay, And then you have the retirement phase, and this is where we're getting income off of our investments. Now, in the pre-retirement and the retirement phase, of the total return approach, you might have social security, you might have pensions. You're definitely gonna have social security and pensions in the retirement phase, but you might have a pension click on in the pre-retirement phase. Maybe if you get a pension at 60 or 55 or whatever, that's all going to be built into the total return approach. What we're trying to do with this strategy is just say, okay, where are we at in life? How much risk do we want to take on our money? How much income do we need based on where we're at in life, based on our Social Security? And we just position our investments for that. I always like to use baseball as an example. Now, if you're a number four hitter in baseball, you're called the cleanup hitter. Your job is to clean up the bases, to knock in as many runs as possible. So that's your accumulation stage, right? You're trying to hit home runs. You're trying to hit triples. You're trying to knock the sock or knock the cover off the ball when you get up to the plate. But once you start getting into pre-retirement and retirement, now you're becoming maybe the one or two hitter. Right? You just want singles and doubles. Every now and then you're going to hit a home run, right? But for the most part, you just want singles and doubles. So if the market's averaging 8% every year since 1957, 
Well, that wasn't supposed to happen. Once you get into this phase, you just want to you want to try to grow your money at four, five, or six percent. So, with the total return approach, what you're trying to do is not necessarily section off your investments into buckets and pay those out in sections. What you're trying to do is saying, okay, based on my entire retirement portfolio, how am I going to invest based on where I am? Right at 54, 64, 74, 84, and using that you know using that mindset helps us position those investments correctly okay